Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. Tiffany here from Swish, and I want to talk about being a problem solver. In my classroom, I'm always telling my equal firsties to be problem solvers. In first grade, that's one thing, but in adult life, it's a whole other. It can be really difficult to train your brain to go into a problem-solving mode. Maybe you don't even know where to start. It's a challenge that we all face in life. But when you learn to better help your brain find solutions, it's truly a great feeling. And if you've ever been thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. BetterHelp is convenient, it's accessible, it's affordable, and it's all online. And on top of that, they match you with a therapist just by filling out a brief survey. So when you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit BetterHelp.com swish today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash swish. Welcome to Swish and Flick, an all-Potter podcast. Swish and Flick, everyone. The Swish and Flick. Hello and welcome to episode 28 of Swish and Flick. I'm Tiffany. I'm Megan. I'm Katie. And I'm Sarah's replacement, <laughs> Sarah. Harris! Harris. The artist formerly known as. I is like Sarah Ann. <laughs> The new and improved 2018 Sarah. Oh my gosh. So this episode is sponsored by Xavier Anderson. So thank you so much for your support, Xavier. We love you. Yep. You're awesome. Today we will be discussing chapter six of Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Gilderoy Lockhart. So make sure that you have read the chapter and you're ready to dive into the details before we begin. Megan. I have two stories. Is that okay? No. No, yeah. Well, Sorry. seeing as what I know, one of the stories I don't know what is the stories. we're going to end with that. First off, what? we're going to end the weekly profit with that news. Um, so I don't know if anybody lives in Indiana, but Matthew Lewis is coming to Indiana Comic Con. He's hey. going to be there Saturday and Sunday. Mm. Uh, yes, is it by Gary Indiana? There's a song, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana, Gary, Indiana. Um, I'm, I feel like it's Indianapolis. It is. <laughs> you turn. Um, so, yeah, he is going, he's kind of like named as one of the bigger people who are going to be there. Yeah. Do we know the actual dates? Oh, yeah, that's important, oh, it's, isn't it? I know it's um, Easter weekend, so like, I think it's. What that would be April? About no March, March 30th through the first. And April first. Yes. So 30th is a Friday, 31st, and then April first is a Sunday. But like, really, this website? Why is it so hard Weasley to find the dates birthday. on it? And you know who else is going to be there? Is um oh, there we go. The guy. March 30th to April first, Indianapolis Convention Center in Indianapolis, Indiana. Um, and. T- Ooh, he's also being joined by Sean Astin. I was going to say, yeah. Oh, nice. Which is cool. And if you don't We've know actually who- met him. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you don't know who he is, y'all get to be- you're better get your facts straight, because he was um, in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> he was in Goonies. He was in Stranger, Stranger things. things. Good old yeah. Bob. He's Bob. also being joined by Will from Stranger Things. Noah Schnapp. 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 Are we going to do this again, me and you? Maybe. I love be it. that day. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh... Those are like the three big ones, the three top ones, Matthew Lewis, Sean Astin, and Noah Schnapp. You can get 
Oh, I'm sorry. This is your thing. Go for it. No, you're good. Go ahead. Yeah. Autographs for Matthew Lewis are $50 and photo apps. Photo ops are also $50. So if you want both, I believe it's going to cost you a hundred bucks. So does he get that money or do they get that money? He He gets gets all of it. Wow. What the hell does he need with that money? You got Harry Potter royalties well if you think about it though his role like yeah i mean obviously compared to us he's got a lot of money but if you're comparing him to like the trio or something like that he didn't make nearly as much yeah but if you're comparing to like other people then i know i mean he also also still acts though he's another like level of i'm just curious like like, you know like that level of role in movies like they always do the cons also if i can you know like why is sean for 50 bucks a pop I, don't know. I mean, I'm Sean Astin was just in Stranger Things as a pretty big role. Lord of the Rings. He doesn't need it, but why not? It's an extra hundred bucks in your pocket for people who like you and want to meet you. So and they, and they well, get and paid I, by the Comic Con. Mm-hmm. They get paid to come with their expen- with like their travel expenses paid mm-hmm. for, and they get all of the money from the people that mm-hmm. come. I'm just curious. We paid to meet Matthew Lewis when he came to Steel City Con in Pittsburgh, and let me tell you. He's really nice. Yeah, he looks like he'd be really nice. He didn't rush us. He made it worth your time. Oh, definitely. I I think it was also $50 for his autograph. But he made it, he, you know, it was worth $50. You, he spent time talking to you. He personalized the photo however we, however you wanted. We had him write to Megan and Katie. It said, yeah, you and who's army. <laughs> yeah. And, he and then us. he proceeded to tell us that he hates that line and he thinks that it's really cheesy <laughs> along cheesy. with, oh my God, I killed Harry Potter. Yeah. That's his other one. He hates. <laughs> He's like, God, I, I saw that line and I was like, I really have to say that. Do I really have to do that? I was like, those are like my two favorites. <laughs> I like, it's so funny though. Like it's corny, but like. I wonder if anyone's ever been like, can I just have your number on there? Probably like, no. Well, <laughs> well he did marry a fan, right? He did. Yeah, a worker. He's about to. I don't think they're married yet. No, they're just engaged. <gasps> Does anybody that, know that story? Charlie Weasley is engaged oh, and not to me. I know. Ugh. Congrats, Charlie. Congrats, it's not Ed. to a dragon either. Um, but yeah, Carrie. Matthew Matthew Lewis. So this, me and Katie, well, this episode is going to come out a little delayed, but Katie and I are going to the celebration weekend this weekend in Orlando. Don't say. And I know I've talked about it a lot. Sorry, guys. No, I'm just um, green with envy. <laughs> oh. And uh, Matthew Lewis was a frequenter of the celebration weekends in previous years. He's not going to be there this year, Mm. which I was shocked by because he lives in Orlando now because of this story. Um, So he was at the celebration weekend and one of the girls who runs it like behind the scenes, um, they started dating because he came to the celebration weekend. They met, started talking. Now they're engaged and he lives in Orlando now to a universal Orlando team member. That's like a fangirl's dream. Honestly. Did she have to be like, I have posters of you in my bedroom. <laughs> she probably like went home and took him down. So like when he came over, she's like, I don't have any. <laughs> Side topic a little, but like has to do with like marrying fans. All three of the Hanson brothers married fans. Serious? Like legit fans. I think it was Isaac saw his wife for the first time in the front row at a Hanson show. Shut up. Yeah. yeah I remember Wasn't he the, that. who's the oldest? Is that Isaac? Isaac? The middle one was the one that married first. Yes. Taylor. And he has like five kids. Yeah. Nice. But they're all so cute. And his one daughter's Penny after Penny and me. 
Yeah, so cute. I love Hanson. Cute doesn't. I talked about this in the group. People know I like Hanson. It's all good. No shame here on my soapbox. It's very early for that, Megan. (laughs) Oh wait, don't you have another piece of news? I do. We have other news because shout out to our. I'm still pregnant. (laughs) Shout out to our listener Marissa um, because she told us that Swish and Flick was on. Briefly, but still on the news at Fox 5 New York. Hey! They did a whole segment on podcasts and how, like, they're very popular. Um, and how there's a topic for everything. For everything. Yeah, there's literally there. a podcast for like any topic that you can think of. And they said Harry Potter, and then they showed our podcast. They did. So, shout out to all of you guys for helping us get to where we're at. And if you're yeah. really listening because of that news clip, welcome. Welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, should we do our round of welcome? Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to do it? Yeah. The singing one? Yeah. yeah. What other one would there be? <laughs> I don't know. Did we make up something new? <laughs> Ready? Ready. Welcome. 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 God, it was so good. <laughs> also, sorry for us being ridiculous, but you know what? You're going to have to get used to it because that's how we are. That's, that's how we roll. That's true. This that's is true. us. This is Swish and Flick. You love it or you hate it. All right. <laughs> Keep it rolling with the... Oh. Recap. <laughs> That's never like new thing, and I love never it. <laughs> so last time, as much as Harry loves Hogwarts, he was sad to leave the borough because it had been quote the best month of his life unquote. But apparently, he couldn't get to Hogwarts either because the barrier at King's Cross wouldn't let him or run through. Have no fear. They flew the Fort Anglia all the way to Hogwarts. They almost got expelled, but this is Harry we're talking about. Right. So the story continues. Sarah. Oh, do you want me to read Would this? you like to do the do summary? Do the honor. I, don't care. I mean, it's really short and bad. Oh, you were going to do what I was going to do. I got I to gotta okay. do it. I got to do it. Too many people are changing the colors. I wasn't supposed to be. <laughs> as everyone knows, I was taking a break because I started a new job, going back to school, all that fun stuff. And but I then we got really famous and came on the news. <laughs> she was like, hold up, back. hold up, hold up. I got to go back. I thought we were doing a live video. And they're like, no. We usually go live, though. Yeah, we're going to go live. Doing it live. All right, so I <laughs> won't. Live. I didn't read this chapter because I didn't know what's going to be on. That's okay because well, you're summarizing you're about, it for yourself. Yeah, you're about <laughs> to read I, wanna, the I want you to do an interpretive reading of my summary. <clears throat> Put on your sultry voice. <clears throat> <clears throat> Here we go. We start the chapter with a bit of a bang, or should I say, howler. <laughs> Harry doesn't have a very good day. Lockhart thinks he's trying to get attention. Harry just wants to make it through his classes. We meet Mandrakes and her biology, Colin Creevy and his annoying camera, and to get experience just how inexperienced Lockhart is with magical creatures. Good job. Good job. I'm proud of you. It was odd reading someone else's writing. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I like that banger howler thing. (laughs) Weasley's got himself a howler. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Here we go. I can literally quote the howler word from word, and I know Sarah can as well. But oh, movie yeah. or book? <laughs> movie. Mm, yeah. But we can maybe. This is a bookism podcast. That. Oh, you guys so. are fake fans. <laughs> Everybody knows I like Twilight better, so. That's true. Hashtag Team Jacob. Uh, no. <laughs> Hashtag glitter. <laughs> All right, here we go. So, Harry could barely enjoy any of the glory from the night before, you know, in Gryffindor Tower. And things started to go downhill really fast. But we have breakfast to save the day. So, breakfast was 
And I love the way she puts these as like measurements. Mm-hmm. Terrines of porridge. What's a terrine? Like a, like a large like container, a, like a yeah. long one. Oh, okay. Um, plates of kippers. Mountain they're kippers. Like weird. Are they like sardines? <laughs> like no. a type of sardine? Oh, yeah. I think you know what I think they are. It's like a, a fish. fish. <laughs> Look it up. I, I think Meg, we would you like before. to ask what toast is? That's next. <laughs> a kipper is a whole herring. A, are you listening? Yeah. A kipper is a whole herring, a small oily fish that's been split in you a know? butterfly fashion from tail to head, along with the dorsal ridge, gutted, salted, or pickled. You know who likes or kippers? Smoked. The dad from the wild thornberries. Nigel. 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 I almost bought a shower curtain with, with his butt on it. <laughs> I saw that on Twitter. It was great. Oh. This is a train you can buy for 40 bucks almost. Oh, nice. All right. Beautiful. Very cool. Cute. Uh, mountains of toast. What's toast? That's bread. Got That's it. been put you in answered toasters. my question. A little crispy. And dishes of eggs and bacon. No sausage. What are eggs? Well, she can go herself. <laughs> what came first? <laughs> The chicken or the egg? The sausage. And so Hermione is not pleased with the boys' behavior from the previous night, so she's kind of ignoring them. And then the mail arrives in about 100 owls or so, and something gray fell into Hermione's jug. Hermione's jug. That's what it said. It I know, was like, that's just a weird wording. Maybe it was the jug I of think it was pumpkin like the, juice that was sitting mm, in front of her. Yeah. Maybe that's jug of punch. I don't know. That's an Irish song. It's a drinking song. Okay. <laughs> Glad to have you back. <laughs> <laughs> and we find out that it is Errol, which he should have retired a long time after ago. the Hogwarts letters experience and trying to deliver Hermione's because he almost died. And so he's carrying something red and it was an envelope and it caused Ron to become terrified. Why? I don't know. It's just a little red envelope. I Tell know. us. Let's, Why? Let's and so this is one of those things that Harry has zero clue about. And it shows us like, I mean, we are in book well, two and a lot of things are still so new to him in the wizarding world. Didn't. Oh, no. He read it out loud. This movie is in my light. Go on. Okay. Um, and so Ron whispers faintly, she's. She sent me a howler, and he's like, he's like <laughs> shocked. I I wish was that in the movie. I don't no, I'm think pretty sure. Isn't it now? Or isn't it? Um, Seamus saying yeah. he's, he's got, got himself, himself a howler. howler. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wish they would have put this in. I think it's a fun line to add. Like I don't really care that it's there, but it would have been cool to hear him like flip out. And so Neville and Ron are extremely worried about this howler, and I just want to point out how nice Neville is about it. He's like exceptionally kind he's like just open it right away it'll be worse if you don't and so it starts to smoke poor neville's experienced yeah (laughs) and so ron finally decides to open it and neville covers his ears and harry's like why is he doing that and then it starts to shriek and so i know i'm putting you on the spot Oh, is it the? Do you but, want to? But will you read the howler? Need <laughs> <laughs> to pass it down. Give it to her. Why do I? Why am I reading? Because I just feel like good. you would do it. You would do it well. When I was reading this, I turned the page and it was immediately thick black capital letters, and yeah. I jumped back from it for a second. Like holy crap! Oh, I, I wish I, I remember this. the first time. <laughs> 
No, you I meant that during scream. this reread that happened. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to scream it. Just am I just reading just what the what is just, highlighted? Yeah, just what just the Howler stuff. <clears throat> Do it. Stealing the car. <laughs> I wouldn't have been surprised if they'd expel you. You wait till I get a hold of you. I don't suppose you stop to think what your father and I went through when you we saw it was gone. Letter from Dumbledore last night. I thought your father would die of shame. We didn't bring you out to behave like this. You and Harry could both have died. Absolutely disgusted. Your father's facing an inquiry at work, and it's entirely your fault. And if you put one toe out of line, we'll bring you straight home. Love it. Oh, and Ginny, dear, congratulations on making Gryffindor. Your father and I are so proud. She I like how you yelled the first line and you're like, hee hee. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a British accent, guys. Sorry. So otherwise, oh, no. I would have actually sounded like a British should have been it. very upset. should have done it awful. like Bud. Hey, guys, this is Bud. I don't know if Bud can read. This is Molly Weasley. Hey, guys, it's all your fault. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done with you. Go back home. <laughs> Thank you, Sarah. That was well done. Yeah, um, so so the people in the hall were looking at them. Ron is a pleasant shade of crimson. <laughs> oh, that was a bad one. Do it. No, nope. I think my no, bell is broken. Right. It is user error. Yeah, Do you want to so. switch your bells? We'll prove it. No, I just hit it <laughs> and it sounded good. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I wanted to bring up Howler on Pottermore. And there's just a little bit about it. So it's a red envelope containing a shrieking, angry message that's impossible to ignore and i love that there's a little illustration and it says mrs weasley is not impressed (laughs) (laughs) in a mortifying experience and it shows ron's face from the movie and there's a little like it looks like a watercolor of errol crashing into hermione's jug which is blue and so there's even a little fact file on howler it says under magical properties delivers the sender's message at a magically magnified volume a hundred times louder than their normal voice. That's insane. I don't feel like she's, Oh, <laughs> I don't feel like she's a quiet person either. So right. I was just thinking, think, imagine me, a person who's loud. People would go deaf <laughs> and it also heats up rapidly and explodes. If not open fast enough. Burning completely at completely once the message has been delivered, and the purpose to direct abuse to direct abuse a comp, complaint or criticism to the recipient. That's I think weird it's like wording. Commas to direct abuse, a complaint or a, complaint. a criticism, but yeah. abuse sounds weird. That is a weird word to use. That threw me off completely. It's like reading Ollivander. Yeah. <laughs> he is really weird to read. Who writes these? Me. J.K. Rowling. <gasps> J.K. I can't feel it. Rowling. That's weird. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's Howler. And so after all this happens, Hermione feels perfectly fine with the degree of punishment that they received. And Harry is feeling ex- exceptionally. I don't know. That says epically. I don't. I think I meant to write exceptionally, but <laughs> I wrote too. epic. <laughs> epically guilty with what had happened, especially because of all they had done for him over the summer, and knowing what kind of financial situation they're in by seeing their vault, and they literally can't afford a fine. Yeah. Way to go, Harry. I don't, 
he probably feels horrific. Wait, did they have to I honestly, like, if he, yeah, he does He get did, fine. yeah. But I, I wonder if they do. He's, like, it says that he's fine now, does no, it? No, no, no. He's just well, facing the inquiry. Yeah. I wonder if, like, they do, like, I know a lot of times, um, I think in, like, child support cases and stuff, like, if the person owes money, they just take it out of their paycheck. Like, yeah. so they can't even have any, that's why a lot of people work for under the table, if they're not nice people it's and crazy. don't want to pay their child mm-hmm. support. Yeah. But maybe they do that. Like, if he has to pay a fine, they take it out of his salary from the ministry. Yeah. Um, probably. Which still sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but he has no time to dwell on his guilty thoughts because McGonagall's coming around giving out their schedules, and Gryffindor has double herbology with the Hufflepuffs. Shout out! And it's a movieism. In the movie, they have Slytherins there as well. And Hufflepuffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a mix. It's like all of them. There might even be Ravenclaws there. I think yeah. it's like combined. Well, I don't but I know that like Susan any, but... Bones is there and definitely Draco. Mm-hmm. I want, I think it's probably because in the movies they had like, oh, well, we're going to throw all these people that are like, everybody knows who Draco is. We yeah. Know who this person mm-hmm. is. We're just going to throw them all together. Yeah. We got to make it yeah. funny with yeah. the biting of the mandrake yeah. and stuff. But so I just wanted to point that out. And as they're making their way to the greenhouses, they cross the gardens in the veggie patch. And I think last episode I was like, what do they do about food there? Like who's working with oh, these? Yeah. So we know that there are gardens. But we just don't know who tends them. I assume it's house elves. I would agree. I would say them or Professor Sprout. I don't think Sprout's doing that. She's got mm. too much going on. Yeah, I guess. She has like a She's billion greenhouses house with stuff. Yeah. Like with magical plants and stuff. I wonder if Hagrid maybe does like any seven... sort of tending to them. Like, Well, he does the pumpkins. Right. But right. Those, are those his own? I think they are. I mean, I correct me if I'm like wrong. I think he just like does them for him, just them for Halloween, like yeah. on the side. And the tree, are project. the trees a thing or do they come from the forest? I bet those come from the forest. Okay. He is the keeper of keys and grounds at Hogwarts. Yeah. That is true. I it just doesn't don't... make the most sense that Hagrid would do it. But, uh, I don't know. Well, tell, tell us what you think, listeners. Tell us who you think tends the house elves, vegetable garden, Madame Pomfrey. Who does it? I can see him or out there. Or someone Pomfrey. That came out of nowhere. Sorry. Sprout. <laughs> Sprout. I can see him out there breaking his back, laying down dragon dung fertilizer. Yeah. I can see him talking to me like, oh, He probably bought the barrel of it in Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. Little babies, you can grow now. I can't wait to see you come into like be real green beans with the little seedlings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see him talking to the plants. Real I don't green know. beans. You're a real bean now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, moving on. It's a commercial break. Do, do, do. See ya. Are movies, gaming, TV, comics, and general nerdy culture your life? Yeah. They are for the guys at Nerdy Things Podcast. There's no more entertaining way to stay up to date on your nerdy news than listening to the nerdy boys discuss the week's biggest hits before diving deeper into a main topic that is sure to tingle your nerdy senses. You can find a new episode every Thursday on the podcatcher of your choice and on YouTube with exclusive extras added through the week, like movie reviews and more. Don't wait. Add Nerdy Things Podcast to your library as soon as you finish this episode. All right. <laughs> We're back from that. Let's talk about Professor Sprout. Dude. So I pulled up her character profile on Pottermore. 
Um, Pomona Sprouts. There's not really a whole lot, honestly. It's just kind of like the basics. There's like a little, there's a little watercolor drawing of her. It says she's herbology professor and expert in dangerous plants, and she's head of Hufflepuff House. Um, there's an illustration of the mandrake, and I do love the illustration because it has the purple in the leaves, like is described in the book. Oh, yeah. Whereas in the movie, there it's like gray. Yeah, it looks like the troll foot on our table. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Uh, let's the, do they even see. have like a like a little profile? At the very bottom, oh, okay, they okay. will. Let's go see if they don't have that. That's lame. Um, oh, check that out. She her birthday is May fifteenth, which is one day before mine. It's kind of cool. Yeah, literally, her fact file on here is That's her birthday is May fifteenth. She's Hufflepuff, and her skills are herbology. What the heck? Give us a little something. Is there anything in those small ebooks? I wonder. Maybe I'm gonna look up the wiki. Yeah, yeah, you know. do that. Professor Sprout. Is it Sprout and Flitwick that are rumored to have had a yes. fling? Yeah. Oh, here's a little bit more. Um, Why do you want to learn a new language? Where would you use it? How would it come in handy? Maybe you have an upcoming international trip. Maybe you want to connect with family and friends. Learn about a new culture. Want to understand certain pop culture things? Well, Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program. And guess what? It's available on desktop or as an app. And it truly immerses you in the language that you want to learn. Rosetta Stone is a trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 language, languages offered. Spanish, French, Italian, German, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Dutch, Arabic, Polish. These are just some of the examples of languages that you can learn. Fast language acquisition. Rosetta Stone truly immerses you in so many ways. You really learn to speak, listen, and think in that language. It's designed for long-term retention and It's got built-in true accent features to give you feedback on your pronunciation. It's kind of like having a personal trainer for your accent. It's also really convenient, and I'm really excited that there's an app. There's an app option, and you could also use it on your desktop. It's got an audio companion, and it's the ability to download lessons so you can do this offline. And it's at an amazing value. Lifetime membership has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language is needed in life. That's a lifetime access to all 25 language courses Rosetta Stone has to offer for 50% off. It's a steal. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, Swish and Flick listeners will get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off for unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today. Today. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Head of Hufflepuff House, head of the herbology department. She attended the school in her youth where she was sorted into Hufflepuff and excelled Wait, at herbology. She went to there when she was a kid? Yeah. <gasps> Whoa. What? Sometime after her graduation, Sprout returned to Hogwarts to teach. Sometime. We have no time frame. We don't care about you. Um, <laughs> Professor Sprout opposed Lord Voldemort during the Second Wizarding War. You don't say. She grew mandrakes in 1993 that what? would later be used in the mandrake restorative draught to cure those who were petrified by Slytherin's monster. Wait, what? I know. Isn't that weird? Wait, that just ruined this whole, this whole book, dude. This whole book is done. Moving on. That's like literally. Why it's, so little? Professor Sprout was born into a wizarding family of unknown degree. Wait, it on gets the 15th better. of May in 1931 or 1941 in Britain or Ireland. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I like the next one. She presumably purchased her wand from Diagon Alley at the age of 11 prior to attending Hogwarts. Why school even write this? Why even put that in? Oh. Okay, whatever. She was Ooh. probably taught. This is kind of cool. She was probably taught by Professor Herbert Beery at the time and likely achieved a high graded. Well, this is kind of dumb because she like teaches it now. High graded <laughs> OWL in the subject of herbology and maybe even in NEWT as well. But this is cool. Her and McGonagall oh, overlapped by two years. The two students enjoyed an excellent relationship both then and in later years. So, yeah, it's like, yeah, there's not really not anything on her little side uh, side story. Fun fact about the lady who plays Professor Sprout in the movies. I'm trying to see if it has her name here. I don't know off the top of my head, but apparently she hates talking about Harry Potter whenever she goes to Comic Cons and she's really grouchy about it. Okay, a why are you there if you're not going to talk about Harry Potter? Yeah, I don't know, because I don't know if she's really been. Where? <laughs> Physical information. Species. Human. Oh, my God. <laughs> I, can't. I can't. Get off that. Oh, oh the wiki. You kill me sometimes. You kill sometimes me. it's so good. And Why is she grouchy? So that not. makes me sad. I, I really know. don't know. It's, it's I've heard weird. that Miriam Marigold. Marigold. Yes. Marigold. Has she been in anything else besides? Oh, that could be why she's In so Harry Potter? Yeah. Yeah, I- she was an episode of Family Guy. What? As who? Uh, right eyeball. <laughs> 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 she was in Miss Miss Fisher's Murder Mysteries. Okay, she's on a show it. called Troll Troll Lead. Troll um, bogey. But like, let's be real. She's probably remembered as Professor Sprout. Well, do you think I mean, that I upsets think that- her? I mean, do you want to be right eyeball? I don't know. <laughs> She was on an episode of Merlin. She was an episode of Doc Martin. Merlin was good. It's a good um, show. Yeah, so, yeah, I don't know. I've just heard that she can be... Uh, well, cheer yes. up, Charlie. Crabby. Yes. That's the theme so, of this, of this episode. Um, so I also wanted to do a character profile finally on Lockhart, because we did meet him yeah. in the Flourish and Blots episode, but, like, not really. Like, we meet him yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... 
It's really interesting. <laughs> yes. Did Always you the know who times. the guy that plays him, who he was married to? I know I've said this on this podcast a million times, but him and um, Emma Thompson were married. Oh, really? Were? Ran not no mo. Yeah, they were divorced. I think before they were filmed this, like filming in this. And his new movie is um, up for an Oscar. I do know During that. Dunkirk. Yeah. Best picture, I believe. He directed it, right? Y'all know Correct. How I feel and he about stars Dunkirk. in it. Yeah. But did what? he actually so Y'all know it? how I feel about Dunkirk. Did he really direct it or okay, did somebody yeah, else direct you. it and he confunded them? Um, Oblivion. I don't know. I don't know. That's something that they... Did that you miss your wife's joke or did you play I'd off of it? I stole it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I said I play off she's of it. quiet. <laughs> So I took I'll, it. I'll deliver the joke. No one will hear it. I, I heard you. Well, I know, I know. I'll so, grab it, and then it's hilarious. I'm like, oh, it was honest, Didn't someone else put that joke on our group? Yes. So you're really stealing it from them. <laughs> oh, I didn't see that one. Yeah. You didn't have to tell everybody, Sarah. Sorry, I'm not okay, sorry. This is really cool. I never read this. Okay, So there is writing by J.K. Rowling on Gilderoy that okay. goes a little bit more in-depth about like him his character and everything, which is interesting. Is he based on someone she knew in really? I think so. I mean, yes. I assume everybody is a little bit. Right. She did. I mean, she said yes, but she gave zero details because she never wanted that like person the one to know. Just like, um, um, bridge. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so in his early life, he was born to a witch mother and a muggle father. So he's mm. a half blood. He was the only one of his parents, three children to show magical ability. Wow. Oh, I wonder what the other two think. Yeah. They're older than him. <clears throat> He was his mother's. No, I'm serious. Two older sisters. He was his mother's unashamed. <laughs> I'm just like I wonder what they think, and you're like mm, they're older than him. <laughs> he was his mother's unashamed favorite. Mama's oh, boy. Oh, that's not kind. Yeah. And the realization that he was also a wizard caused his vanity to blossom like a particularly pernis, per, pernicious, pernicious weed <laughs> pernicious pernicious <laughs> we can read peeweed anyway so at school he did go to hogwarts um that word pernicious pernicious that sounds good let's be honest why am i looking at it like <laughs> i'll be able to read it <laughs> um okay so he went to hogwarts uh and his arrival was not the triumph that he and his mother had expected Mm. I wonder why. Somehow Lockhart had not appreciated that he would be in a whole school full of witches and wizards and it wouldn't just be him like oh at home. Oh my gosh. Many of them more accomplished than himself. In fact, he had visualized for himself an entrance into Hogwarts not unlike the one that Harry Potter experienced decades later. Uh. He had imagined walking down the corridors to excited whispers of his magical prowess, it never having occurred to him that every student at Hogwarts had had similar experiences before starting school. In Lockhart's own mind, he was already a fully-fledged hero and genius, and it was a most unwelcome shock to discover that his name was unknown, his talents were unexceptional, and that nobody was particularly impressed by his naturally wavy hair. <laughs> oh, <laughs> are you this guys is, impressed by my curly hair? Because it's just beautiful and I grow it myself. This is Petunia and Dudley take one. Yes. Yeah. Um, so this is not to say that Lockhart had no talent. Indeed, his teachers felt that he was above average intelligence and ability, and that with hard work, he might make something of himself, even if he fell short of the ambitions he shared freely with classmates. Freely? 
freely. <laughs> Blackheart told anyone who would listen that he would succeed in making a philosopher's stone before leaving school and that he intended to captain England's Quidditch team to World Cup glory before knuckling down to become Britain's youngest minister for magic. Spoiler God, alert, none of that happened. Shout out, Sarah. He was a Ravenclaw. <laughs> hey, he was above average and stuff, so... Yep. Uh, so... If he was not first and best, he would rather not participate at all. Oh my what God. a sore loser. Increasingly, he directed his talents towards shortcuts and dodges. He valued learning not for its own sake, but for the attention it brought him. And he craved prizes and rewards. He lobbied the headmaster to start a school newsletter because he liked nothing better than to see his name and photograph in print. Never very popular, he nevertheless achieved his primary goal of school-wide recognition through repeated attention-getting exploits. He received a week's worth of detentions for magically carving his signature in 20-foot-long letters into the Quidditch pitch, and he managed to create a massive illuminated projection of his own face, which he would send skywards in imitation of the dark mark. (laughs) He sent himself 800 Valentine's cards one year, (laughs) which caused such a pileup of owls in the great hall that breakfast had to be abandoned for far too many feathers and droppings in the porridge. Oh my gosh! Wait, maybe, maybe I should send myself 800 Valentine's <laughs> I don't have one. Alright, we're now accepting Valentine cards for Sarah. Please send them to our P.O. Box. Yes, please. I'm and single. I'm not kidding. Single and ready to mingle. Send me your number. Um, so, his post Hogwarts career. It was Wait, that was all Yeah, that was all Hogwarts. at Hogwarts. Um, The staff was pretty relieved to see him go. Uh, He was soon heard of in foreign parts where his exploits began garnering increasing publicity. Um, And many of his ex-teachers began to feel that they may have misjudged him. (sighs) However, the truth was that Lockhart had found his true calling at last. He'd never been a bad wizard, only a lazy one, and he decided to hone his talents in one direction, memory charms. Mm. And we know how that went. Not the band, because, you know, fun fact, he was starring in Dunkirk with One Direction, (laughs) Nur, Harry Styles. (laughs) One Direction, Nur. I love Harry Styles. So within a, decade of, date me. <laughs> within a decade of leaving school, Lockhart had achieved bestseller status with his series of autobiographical books and a reputation as a world-class defender against the dark arts. He even received the Order of Merlin, third class, became an honorary member of the Dark Force Defense League, and won Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award no less than five times in a row, as we all know from how many times he told us in the books. Um, this is hefty. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm skipping over some stuff just because it's like a lot that we know already just from reading the books. Yeah. But imagine when he went back to school to teach and all the teachers are like, oh. The ones that were still there. Yeah. Well, yeah. funnily, is that a word? Funnily enough? I, 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 don't, I don't think so. Funny enough? Funnily, funnily enough. Funnily is right. Albus Dumbledore, uh, he happened to have known two of the wizards for whose life's work Gilderoy had taken credit. Oh, Snap. What? <laughs> and was one of the only people in the world who thought he knew what Lockhart was up to. Because he knows everything. Dumbledore True. was convinced that Lockhart needed only to be put back into an ordinary school setting to be revealed as a charlatan and a fraud. <gasps> Professor McGonagall, who had never liked Lockhart, asked Dumbledore what he thought students would learn from such a vain, celebrity-hungry man. 
And Dumbledore replied that there's plenty to be learned, even from a bad teacher, what not to do and how not to be. Amen to that. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. Did you know apparently Hugh Grant was originally cast to yes. play him? Yeah. But had to back out? Yeah. I like Kenneth Branagh you know, so much I, better. I like Hugh Grant, but Kenneth Branagh just like fits it so well. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, so yeah. He brought him as a teacher and like his goal basically was to reveal his uh That's crazy. His fraudness. Got it, but the <laughs> Okay. Dumbledore. J.K. But Rowling's at the expense, though, of all those students for a whole it? year's worth of education. I know. <laughs> yeah, but when did they really get a good education? In <laughs> they do in the other classes. Lupin. Yeah. Honestly, I think that's the best, saying in defense. The no. best year for defense, I think, was Lupin. But we don't know what um, what's his face. Um, fake Moody. I guess Moody. Fake Moody did teach them a lot, even though it was fake kind of Moody. dark. <laughs> I would call him Barty Moody. Crouch Junior. <laughs> he doesn't deserve that title. But I'm just saying, Who like in five, Umbridge. Umbridge. Oh, that's right. I try <laughs> to forget about her. Um, but just say. I mean, truthfully, that's a poor decision on his part. Like, there was other ways that you could have exposed him. You didn't need to do it at the expense of all the teachers. Well, here's my back students. and forth with Dumbledore. We could have a no, whole discussion. No, I'm in love discussion. with him. <laughs> but I'm just saying, this was a poor choice, in my opinion. He makes a lot of poor also decisions. Also wondering, though, Would you like to his dad? if that was his only reason for choosing, or if there was no one else. Well, there's that, too, yeah. I think it could have been at least a little bit of both. I, I would, hope I would agree. Especially it says here, though, Lockhart might not have been keen to return to Hogwarts, given how well his career of stolen glory was progressing. Had Dumbledore not dangled the promise of Harry Potter over his fame-hungry oh. head. So this is twice he's Again, used to hire somebody. Dumbledore uses Harry. Just like with Slughorn. Sorry, Tiffany. <laughs> no, I, lo- I mean, yes, whatever. <laughs> this is a poor choice I mean he makes poor choices As we all do I never make a poor choice oh, God. I wonder why you looked at me when you said that Huh? <laughs> You're across the table from me Where do you want me to look? Not at me I don't make any poor decisions oh. Yeah we're perfect Practically perfect in every way oh Yeah Like Mary Poppins as a humble Hufflepuff, I will admit I am not perfect. <laughs> I will also admit that I am not perfect. You're just trying to be brave like a Gryffindor. <sighs> Sucks to suck, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so there's my uh, little fact file on Ooh, Gilderoy. That was a big fact file, but I didn't know, I know. half of that. I'm excited. Yeah, I thought a- that that was really interesting. Yeah, it was great. I wish that she would do that for literally every single character. I want to know more about more, but yeah, how many details. characters are there. Just in her defense, there's like a million characters. I just really want her to tell us if Lavender Brown died. But also, <laughs> she like writes other books that aren't Harry Potter books. So. Well, I'm also... Well, she should stop that. <laughs> no, they're really popular. Those, I know. Those, um... Strike. Yeah, the, the Strike books. Warren Strike series. Aren't they now um, a My mom reads them. She likes them. Yeah, on BBC. Yeah. I feel you, Foss. We're not going to do that, sir. So... Back to the chapter. They get sent to Greenhouse 3. Ooh. Greenhouse 3! Look at you! They've only been to Greenhouse 1. Yeah, they're all very um, anxious and, like, excited because this is dangerous stuff that's in Greenhouse 3. But Harry gets pulled aside by Lockhart. And Lockhart tells him that it's all his fault that Harry flew the car to Hogwarts for attention. 
and he then also says that a few people have heard of Harry because of all of that he who must not be <laughs> named business. Uh, Just a few. Yeah. Just a few. Uh, and Harry is obviously annoyed, but he goes back to herbology a little bit confused over the whole conversation. I just feel like he's like dazed. He's like, what just, yeah, what just like, happened? What just happened? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I was just going to read the little description of Mandrake's from the book. It says, Mandrake, literally, this is Hermione, like, literally reading a textbook. Mandrake, or Mandragora, is a powerful restorative. It's used to return people who have been transfigured or cursed to their original state. The mandrake forms an essential part of most antidotes. It is also, however, dangerous. Um, the cry of the mandrake is fatal to anyone who hears it. So they're tufty little plants, purplish green in color, and they were growing in rows. And uh, Professor Sprout gives everybody earmuffs because they're just babies, so they won't kill you. They might just make you pass Not out. yet. Yeah. Um, the screaming root. And if you eat them, they taste like snack bags. They do. Chocolate, I know from experience. Chocolate snack bags. Yes, and the screaming roots. Did you guys know that a mandrake is like, that's like a real plant? Yeah. Like I it really did, exists? Yeah. Okay, well, I didn't, so that was exciting. <laughs> <laughs> Her dream, dream crushers over here. Sorry. So a mandrake is the root of a plant that was historically derived either from plants of the mandrake, whatever weird words Panda, whatever um but they're found in the mediterranean region of the world and the roots really do kind of look like a person and it's like in folklore and stuff like that where it's like actually a person and hmm. stuff are they toxic it's hallucinogenic and narcotic huh mm. so it induces a state of unconsciousness and was used as an anesthetic for surgery in ancient times. I was going to say, I'm like, that's what uh, narcotics Look, do. They will make you pass out. In one superstition, people who pull up this root will be condemned to hell and the mandrake root would scream as it was pulled from the ground, killing anyone who heard it. Therefore, in the past, people have tied the roots to the bodies of animals and then used these animals to pull the roots from the soil because they wanted the animal to be, to be condemned and not them. <laughs> that's crazy. Jeez. Yeah. That's cool. Really cool. I'll show you later. Okay. <laughs> um, so, yeah. And then, really, the only other thing that I wanted to touch on was the fact that we meet Justin Finch Fletchley for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, and he discusses being accepted at Eton, which is a boarding school in England. I did look that, that up. Like, yeah. And I was like, because I, I looked it up before I saw it in the doc, and I was like, oh, Megan. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously a muggle boarding school, yes. 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 Yeah. Eton yeah. College is an English independent boarding school for boys in Eton, Berkshire, near Windsor. Um, it educates more than 1,300 pupils aged 13 to 18. Peoples? I think it's all boys. Pupils. Oh, I heard people. It's, so yeah, I think, I think, it's all boys. I think. Yeah. yeah. I wish I I wanted to go to a boarding school when I was younger. You're so weird. Yeah, that's it. That be got. that be the greens. Go to I'd the go yellows. to a boarding school full of boys. I wouldn't mind it. <laughs> <laughs> so Harry and the trio go on to the rest of their classes for the day. And I think it's funny that Harry mentions that transfiguration seemed to be especially difficult because everything he'd learned seemed to leak out of his head during the summer. And they're turning beetles into buttons, which I feel like is kind of, I don't know, it seems kind of advanced. I just well, think it's not like abuse. advanced, but like, I don't know. 
It's not uh, as advanced as mice into yeah. boxes or whatever. I mean, we're is. going from <laughs> insects, you know, and then we go into mammals. Yeah. True. So this is also our first look at how badly um, Ron's wand is damaged. Yes. So he tried to repair it with spello tape, which in the movie drives me nuts because he just like winds it all oh, crappy around. I know. Yes. Stop. Just take the time to just nicely put it around. It's whatever. Ron. I know. It's, it is Ron. <laughs> but anyway, so it crackles and it sparks and it engulfs gray smoke and it smells like rotten eggs, which <laughs> just poor Ron. And Harry's like, why don't you just write for another? But Ron will not because after that howler, he's like, my mom will just tell me it's my own fault. It's no use. But would she? Yes. I mean, she would have been <laughs> mad at him, but I think that he would have probably gotten a wand. Yeah. She would have made him hear it. But I mean, would she really deny him? She a may wand? have sent him another howler. Yeah. <laughs> I would have loved it. <laughs> so then they go to defense against the dark arts with Lockhart. <laughs> Little fun fact. I can't stand him, and I'll probably say that this whole book, but whatever. Who so, can't you stand? Lockhart. Lockhart. Oh, yeah. He's just... He's pretty awful. Hermione, however, Phony. outlines all of his lessons in little <laughs> hearts. What are you laughing at? I'm laughing. It's nothing to do with this, but being phony. You're a phony. You're a big fat, <laughs> big fat phony. What is that? Hey, from? this guy's a phony. It's, from oh. <laughs> it's one of my favorite things to say, and she knows it. And that's why I'm she's telling me. <laughs> Sorry, guys. It's okay. <laughs> So before they go to defense, they're stopped by Colin Creepy. We get to meet him. <laughs> it autocorrected it to Colin, uh, Colin Creepy again. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so he's the mousy hair boy that they saw getting sorted from the previous chapter. Oh, he's clearly a muggle-born, and he's amazed with everything about magic and Hogwarts. He, like, would be me. He, I, I was yeah, just about right. to say that. I'd be like, <laughs> like, oh, my God, magic. <laughs> also, kid who plays him is perfect. Yeah, we watched it again the other so day. cute. And the cute little Colin Creepy we're wants to sign picture. We're trying to watch all before we go this weekend, but I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, we're gonna oh, gosh, you're running out of time. <laughs> well, we're on four. Five. We're on five. Yeah. Blech. But so I only Colin, really like to watch three. Colin asked for a signed picture, which I don't think he of was Sarah? expecting. Huh? Yes, from Sarah. <laughs> hey, Colin. Hey, well, sorry, but I would have given it to you. Oh. <laughs> you so, want a signed picture of me? I'll give you one. Of course, Malfoy overhears this and makes this big stink about it. And Ron tells him to eat slugs. Foreshadowing. Mm. Definitely foreshadowing. <laughs> and of course... Harry or Malfoy continues to make fun of Harry and Ron says and says that Ron would like a signed photo because it'd be more worth more than his family's whole house. He's such an I know. <sighs> and Ron's about to curse him and probably make himself eat slugs when Lockhart comes over and of course hears that he's giving out signed pictures and tells him that's not sensible for this stage in your career. <laughs> So then they get to Defense Against the Dark Arts, and Ron, he's like, you could have cooked an egg on your face. I love that line. <laughs> you better hope Colin Creevy and Jenny, oh, sorry, you better hope Creevy doesn't meet Jenny or they'll be starting a Harry Potter fan club. <laughs> That's the last thing Lockhart needs to hear, because can you imagine if he heard that in the middle of class? I don't think Harry ever would have like, showed up Harry, again. you are still not at that point in your career. <laughs> Do you, do you know what it makes me think of when he says it's not sensible for this stage in his career? 
I wonder if he's thinking back to when like he was in school oh, and he, and he was like trying to do all these things and be a big shot and it like didn't work. <laughs> yeah. He's probably like trying honestly to be like Harry. <laughs> I tried it. It doesn't work. Yeah. <laughs> you know what Just you got to do? You got to put your face up in the sky. You got to write your name on the Quidditch pitch. <laughs> Send yourself 800 Valentines. Oh my god. <laughs> so funny. So I wanted to look up and see if I could find anything about his awards. Yes. So he gets the Order of Merlin third class. And of course, according to the wiki, which had good information this time, um, it's an award bestowed upon wizards and witches who have achieved great things for the wizarding world. So there's obviously three classes. Um, the first class is Acts of Outstanding Bravery or Distinction. The ribbon is green because that's believed to represent Merlin's Hogwarts house as Slytherin and the whole Order of Merlin comes from the Middle Ages. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Merlin. Mm-hmm. Second class is Achievement or Endeavor Beyond the Ordinary with a purple ribbon. And third class is Having Made a Contribution to the Store of Knowledge or Entertainment. And that's just a white ribbon. And I won't ding because that's what Lockhart got and I don't like him. I feel like it should be like a gold ribbon. Yeah. Gold's more fun than white. He's also... <laughs> Go ahead. Did Harry, Ron, and Hermione get Order of Merlins? Probably. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Sorry. I think, um, no, maybe not. Not Peter Pettigrew, right? What did he get? He got something, Death. but then it got retracted. Yeah, he deserved it. All right. Yeah, <laughs> Swift sure. and messy. Oops. Uh, I'm well, sure he got, I'm sh- I think he got something. And then, yeah. and then once, you know. He got some award. All that came out. <laughs> so he's also an honorary member of the Dark Forces Defense League, which all it said was it's an or- organization against the dark arts. Oh, really? Thanks. <laughs> and it may or may not be affiliated with the Ministry of Magic. Mom. And then we know that he's the five-time winner of the Witch Weekly's Most Charming Smile Award. But he didn't get rid of the abandoned banshee by smiling at her. <laughs> 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 to which he says that and waits for the class to laugh. And no oh one does. My God. And then he has them take a quiz. Here's three questions from that quiz. What is Gilderoy Lockhart's favorite color? Do Here, we know? Lilac. 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 What is Gilderoy Lockhart's secret ambition? Isn't it to rid the world of dark forces? <laughs> yes. <laughs> what, in your opinion, is Gilderoy Lockhart's greatest achievement to date? So even here, he just wants people to like boast him up. What was of his course. greatest achievement? I can't remember. It, it's your opinion. Well, it's in your opinion. Oh, it is near near me. I don't know how to read. <laughs> so then he brings out a cage of freshly caught Cornish pixies. I, all I hear is Seamus. Mm-hmm. And Seamus actually laughs at him. So I'm going to read if I can find it quickly. Okay, Tiffany. I know. <laughs> the pixie. Freshly caught Cornish pixies. Pixie pandemonium. <laughs> what did I say? 102. Okay. It was pandemonium. The pixies shot in every direction like rockets. Two of them seized Neville by the ears and lifted him into the air. Several shot straight through the window, showering the back row with broken glass. The the rest proceeded to wreck the classroom more effectively than a rampaging rhino. (laughs) They grabbed ink bottles and sprayed the class with them, shredded books and papers, tore pictures from the walls, upended the wastebasket, grabbed bags and books, and threw them out of the smashed window. Within minutes, half the class was sheltering under desks, and Neville was swinging from the iron chandelier in the ceiling. Poor Neville. Always poor Neville. Why is it always me? <laughs> Maybe we should have had him write that. Yeah. Oh, he likes that line. <laughs> he probably did like that one. Me. 
So I looked up Cornish Pixies. They're electric blue, about hey. eight inches high, wingless, point as, pointed mm. faces. Yeah. Wingless. But they can fly. But they have wings in the movie. They do. No. Right. They have like fairy wings. Yeah. Don't they? They have pointed faces and shrill voices. Um, so in the book, they're jabbering and rocketing around. They're rattling the bars of the cage and they make bizarre faces at people nearest them. So then I looked it up beyond just what the book has. Um, they're mostly found in Cornwall, England. Very mischievous. They can fly and carry the weight of a human in spite of their miniature size. They're practical jokers. They like to cause havoc, obviously. But why blue? Historically based, the myth is that pixies were a remnant of the Picts tribe, and they lived in Cornwall and are said to have painted their skin blue. During Celtic times. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Maybe they needed oxygen. (laughs) That's what happens to your body when you need oxygen. So I like when she puts things like like the mandrakes, like just straight from some real fact, you know? Yeah, Yeah, I agree. That's it. Oh, I got. That's the chapter. Short and sweet, and now let's eat. I don't know if it was short. (laughs) (laughs) It was sweet. It was sweet. But we had no foods. We ate already. That's true. We had pizzas. We had pizza while we watched us be on the news. Oh, my bad. (laughs) Party foul. (laughs) Tiffany, the one who yells at us to silence our phones. Vibrate. Why didn't it Mm -hmm. do that? Is Alarms my don't on? vibrate only. They will always sound, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Sorry. What do you have an alarm for at 8 o'clock at night? Taking vitamin. Vitamin vitamin. Except that's not how you say it. Vitamin, vitamin, vitamin vegemin. vegemin. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Anybody yeah. have any lightning bolt around questions? I do. Me too. We have to move to our fan story first. Or no, no. we don't. Gosh, guys. Prego brain. <laughs> for real, though. It is real. I have many a question. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So this to me seemed like Harry's first experience with a howler. So in Harry's first year, did no students receive howlers in the Great Hall? Yeah, that's a good question because I feel like that would be... I feel like there should be a lot of howlers happening. Yeah. Do you only get your mail in the Great Hall? No. Because letter... Well, I'm just saying... Isn't that know a maybe he's oblivious to everything. But the 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 purpose of them is to like embarrass. So the Great Hall would be the best place. The to best place it. to do it. But I'm just saying, like I know we know that Harry received mail in Gryffindor Tower and whatever. Um, so just I thought that was interesting. I guess well, Harry had more so important things on his mind that he wasn't paying attention to what people were getting. He was thinking, oh my gosh, someone's trying to steal the sword, the stone. Say the sword. The sword and the stone. The stone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Anyways, um, so when they meet Professor Sprout, she's covered in bandages, right? From. The Whomping Wills. It's huh. a really good question, isn't it? Well, did she teach during the Marauder times? But they know that she's going to, like... She had to have if she's close in age to McGonagall. Right. So she should know about it. Maybe, oh maybe Dumbledore literally didn't share that with anybody but Remus. It's just interesting to me because, like, 
I feel bad. Like, is Dumbledore like watching her from the window? Like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> like, I'm sorry this is happening to you, but I'm not going to divulge my secrets. Typical Dumbledore, right? Why didn't she just use a Mobulus? Because it probably only works on like one branch at a time or something. Well, Hermione did it in the. Oh wait, no, she didn't. Who did it? That Somebody was a did it in the movie. Yeah. That was Snape, and that. Doesn't well, how really did Snape happen. get in there? Because Remus had just come in, and he saw Remus. So, but like he was able to get in before it started moving again. No, he saw Remus. Um, oh, hit touch it! Yeah, hit it. Hmm. At know. least I'm pretty sure. I feel like happens. he would tell the teachers because what would happen? Well, no, I mean, she got no, the crap no, no, kicked no, out of no, her. I guess Snape that's true. knew because Sirius told him when they were in school. That's right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That's right. Oh no, man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maybe she doesn't like doing that to the tree. What do you mean? Doesn't like doing that. Maybe she feels bad. Yeah, maybe she feels bad. Wouldn't she feel worse if she got pummeled by it? (laughs) I think so. Yeah, but like, you know what I mean? Like, I know. Like, uh, I don't know how to explain it. All right. In my head, it makes sense. We're like, I don't want to hurt the tree. I'd rather like me have a bandage. It's not hurting the tree. I I know, but what if she thinks it is? Is what I'm saying. Like when you grab a cat, she doesn't know plants. (laughs) It's like when you grab a cat by the scruff. You know, you just push a little nut. It's the same thing. Oh, see, but I wouldn't. I don't. That would make me uncomfortable. They're fine. They are I know, fine. But like, <laughs> I'm Scruff not them. fine. Scruffle. Well, we know that. <laughs> All right. Who would you want to repot a mandrake with? Bueller. You yeah. want to do it with me? I just said Meg. What? What? Katie said me. I would want to repot a mandrake. With Neville. Yeah. yeah. But he fainted. He'd be a good one to do it with. I'd probably pick Hermione. What? Neville's better with plants. That's mm-hmm. fine. Hermione's too like in I, her head about plants. I like Hermione. Hermione. This isn't about you. It's about who Does it, I want. Do they want have to be from Harry Potter? No. Who would I want? Ed mm. Sheeran. Mm. He's not, you know, I'm not that attracted to him. I just like his music, and he can sing to me while he does it. But then I'd have to, like, not do her headphones, so I'd die. Well, I wouldn't die. I'd pass out. <laughs> Gosh. I don't know. I'd repot with Fozzie Bear. Oh. <laughs> but he, he'd have to Oh, with headphones. those little earmuffs. <laughs> digging. Who would I want to repot with? I'm trying to think of someone that's good at doing stuff like that. Neville. Your grandma. Yeah. Can't do it with the ghost. Yeah, you can. If it's Harry Potter world. That doesn't necessarily mean she's a ghost. That's true. I'd like to think that she's resting peacefully. She is. Um, Would you have ran out of the Great Hall with your howler or stayed? Follow-up question. Do you think it would explode faster if you ran with it? Do you think it knows? (laughs) (laughs) I think it knows. I probably would have tried to run. Yeah. Well, Actually, didn't Neville get a howler in Prisoner of Azkaban because he left the passwords out, and he it was he was running out of the hall with the howler screaming. Yes. I don't remember it's been so. I long. think so. Well, um, we're we're getting to that book. I can't wait. I don't think I would have been stupid enough to take the car in the first place. I just would have <laughs> waited for my parents to get back from the other side. So, um, but say you didn't. <laughs> say you weren't that smart. <laughs> She's a Ravenclaw. Yep. And I'm also, I don't know, sometimes guys can just be dumb. Like, use your head. I shouldn't say that. 
people can be dumb. Use your head. You're gonna. The adults are coming back. <laughs> I would have waited. Theoretically, they're coming back. Yeah. Well, if it was like an hour, then maybe I'd panic and take the car. But All right. I would have tried to run. Long story short. All right. And then I have one more, and this is one of my favorite ones. So get oh boy. ready. What did you do in your youth where you should have gotten a howler? Ooh. Do you remember a moment in your youth where you should have gotten a howler? So many. I have one. I'll share mine first. Okay. It was how I got my first detention ever in school. I was in fifth grade, and we had a substitute, and I had just started playing trumpet that year, and another class was outside reading books, and we had our instruments in the classroom for some reason, and I decided to blast my trumpet out the window at the class that was reading <laughs> outside, <laughs> and I got my first attention, so I got to figure I deserved a holler for that. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. Oh, man. I, I mean, don't... Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was just saying there's some other stuff I probably should have gotten Howler for, but that's one that really stands out. Um, <laughs> there. Sorry, I'm just thinking of times that I sh- probably should have, but my parents don't know what happened. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, I know one if my... And, and my parents know now, but I kept it from them for a really long time. I... Uh, my car got towed one time because oh, yeah. I parked in my, at our old apartment's parking lot because I was like, they never checked when I lived there. And I was like, it's only going to be like 10 minutes. No big deal. They towed my car. It cost a lot of money. Uh, I kept it from my parents for like three years before I finally told them. But had they known at that moment, whew. I'm sure I would have gotten a howler. And I probably deserved it because I should have just... Parked at a meter. I don't I don't play with tow trucks. Oh, I don't anymore. That's I just want to point out that Katie like doesn't have a story. I can't, Hufflepuff. I can't think like seriously ask my mom. She'll tell you that I was a perfect child. I didn't do anything wrong because I'm like so Hufflepuff. worried about rules. I'll tell you a time. <laughs> I will you, no, 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 no. Go, this should be you good. forgot to pack the cord for the Mac. <laughs> yeah. Meg would have worthy, worthy of a howler. You would have sent what would that howler have said? How dare you forget that chord even I though I was absolutely <laughs> disgusted even though I was in that same room with you we had to record on Tiffany's Mac <laughs> it wasn't my responsibility you're you were packing oh it you're goodness. now facing an inquiry at the podcast said the Slytherin <laughs> god now I feel like such a bad like I'm probably the worst one out of the four of us well yeah I didn't want to say it so <laughs> Really though, I can't. There's other times I could talk about getting it. When my mom finds out about BB 1.8, she's gonna get woof. She'll be. She's gonna get woof. She's gonna. I was gonna say she's gonna get a howler, but I was meant to say she's gonna give me a. She is gonna give you a howler. Uh, Is that all for lightning bolt? Katie had some. Katie. Oh no, I don't like mine. Why? Because it's just like stuff I thought up in case you guys didn't. Well, what is it? They're dumb. I don't care. Read it. I don't like it. I don't want to. Okay, I'll read. I'll read the one. mystery lightning bolt questions. I just wanted the the one question. Like, what would your reaction be to Lockhart's first class? Like your first impression when he walks in there and is boasting about himself? My eyes would have I, rolled yeah. so hard they would have fallen out of my head. I wonder if I would have been like, "Oh my gosh!" Like he's so dreamy. you would have swooned. Well, here's the thing though. She so like swooned. thinking of this is like 
American high school, I went to an all girls school. And I remember my senior year, we had a new teacher that was teaching freshman math. <gasps> he was so good looking. Oh, yes. So like anytime a guy came in, we're like, oh, there's a guy, there's a boy at school. Like, there's a guy. Like one of the so teacher's glad sons. I went to co-ed school. <laughs> I honestly loved the fact that he went to an all girls school. Um, I agree. I there, I remember one of the teachers, and I forget who it was. Her son like started working there, like as a not a gardener, but like he helped like with the yard and stuff, like around the school. He was See a cute. groundskeeper. <laughs> he was. He was a little agro. You have yeah. something for gardeners. <laughs> well, like he, but he wasn't a gardener though. Like he was just like a handyman kind of thing. He was okay. Well, you have a thing for the working man. Yeah. I have a recorded fan story. Do it. Do it. Do I just it. need to clarify. Last week we did Jessica Baziek. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then we're on Regine. No, I don't know if that's true. Oh. <laughs> I was saying mm-hmm as I'm listening to you. Let me look. <laughs> I don't think you wrote. Oh, yeah. You I think I did. did. Just look at 27, please. I believe we are on yep. Regine. Yep. Okay. I'm going to play it. Harry Potter obsession started when I was in fourth grade with the release of Sorcerer's Stone. I was the same age as the characters, so I quickly clung to it. And as an only child, I had plenty of time to read. I was really obsessed with the books. I started buying everything Harry Potter I could get my hands on. It didn't matter if it was bed sheets, curtains, popcorn tins, ornaments, bookends, whatever it was. If it was Harry Potter, I probably owned it. My obsession continued until the release of Order of the Phoenix. Right before the book came out, my stepdad was diagnosed with cancer and only had about four or five months to live. He purchased Order of the Phoenix for me right before he passed away. And I remember I read it, and I remember I read the sixth book as well. But by the time the seventh book came out, I had packed up all my Harry Potter stuff, went to the midnight release, got the seventh book, and then put it on a shelf. I never finished it, and I never felt like I had the strength to finish it either. Recently, I decided to start a reread, and that was the same time I found Swish and Flick. And I found all these awesome people from the group and the podcast that loved Harry Potter and were able to get through the series and got so much out of it. It gave me the strength to continue. I'm currently on the fourth book, working my way back up to the seventh. And I know this time I'll actually have the strength to finish it. Dang. I legitimately, like, have chills all over my body. I love our listeners potter stories I like love that our listeners seriously so that's such an honor to hear if we can be any kind of mm-hmm. uh light. any kind of home mm-hmm. light safe space mm-hmm. like whatever you need and like our community for dude you, our group that's incredible yeah. i say it every time in my little social <laughs> media closing but I love our Facebook group yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I, you know i know like i get some messages on instagram just so that like anybody knows if you're ever messaging on Instagram or Twitter, it's probably me responding to you. <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> Facebook, we all jump in yeah. for the most part, but like Instagram and Twitter, it's usually me. And we get so many messages from people who like just don't do Facebook, mm-hmm. which I get and I totally understand yeah. and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but God, our Facebook group is so good. We got a message today on Instagram. I'm going to make sure that his story goes in sometime soon Mm -hmm. but it's from i got a message from a 13 year old boy Mm. from israel Mm. and he sent us his story awesome it was so cute but yeah we'll read it on um an upcoming episode for sure so i just i love our facebook group and yeah regine 
I'm excited for you to read the seventh one for the first time, which yeah, it sounds like you haven't read it yet, is my guess. That's crazy. It's awesome. And I'm glad that yeah, it's you found so, the strength to do it, you know? If you've yeah. seen, I'm assuming she's probably seen the movies, the movie, the seventh two movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously you know what happens because spoilers are rampant everywhere. <laughs> well, because it's I mean, been so many years, you can't really yeah. expect it not yeah. to be. Um, but there's just so much more content in that book. Can we talk about someone posted something about spoilers on on the Facebook group and someone was saying that they at the midnight premiere of the yes. book that people were yelling spoilers in yeah. the Yeah, you didn't I'm see sorry. that? That's no, not you know, cool. I miss a, I I will say this to everybody our, our listeners and in the group. I had to turn off notifications on Facebook because <laughs> actually turned them off on all social media. One, it's a thing for me to not be on my phone so much. Um so I try to limit my social media time. But, um, so sometimes I miss stuff. So if you write a message and I'm not tagged in it and it's like to me about me or whatever, I miss it. I'm sorry. But, and then I'll miss like random one. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't see that. Well, I would have, I would have thrown Beverly, the book in their face. There's so Beverly, many. Um, Beverly. Yeah. Beverly po- okay. No, Beverly posted. Oh. Did anything ever get ruined for anybody in oh. the Harry Potter series? And everybody was responding with like their stories of what got ruined. I said that me yes. and my mom ruined Hedwig's death for Katie. There are other things. As I don't well, think anything I, for me I'll got ruined. Quiet. Nothing for me well, got ruined. <laughs> I, I will say I'm one of those people that I ruin it for myself. When I got, I went to a midnight show or midnight, premiere not premiere but midnight um, release. release of the book mm-hmm. the last one and I read the epilogue and then like I'm not a person that would ever but say anything you would anything. never yell no, it no, out I wouldn't, I'm not that no, no but yeah, I did they say, were saying that there were people who I, literally I cannot believe like, that with a megaphone driving around by the lines saying Snape dies on page whatever Fred dies on page whatever Dumbledore or like Snape kills Dumbledore on page whatever for like someone would have died oh my god I probably would have I mean, I wouldn't have physically done anything. I would have cried. Yeah. What kind of human being are you that you need, Terrible, you need to do that? I do remember Terrible. when I read, so I read the epilogue in, the, in line because I, I was with people that, like, mine was pre-ordered, but theirs wasn't, so they weren't aligned to, like, get the ones that weren't pre-ordered, mm-hmm. so I got mine first. And so I read it, like, closely so no one could see <laughs> what I was reading, and I closed it, and then I was like, oh, realizing what I had read because it hadn't really sunk in. And they're like, what? And I'm like, I can't tell you because they'll ruin it. I'm like, I can't. And they're like, oh my God. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I got mad. I got upset with her for doing that to herself. But like, I, I'm the type of person I, I do this with most books. Like, I know, but it's most like, books it's the I last like, Harry Potter I know, book. But How could you do that to yourself? I also get really, really, really into my books. Like, yeah. and when I'm reading, like if I'm reading something on like a tablet or something, so I don't have actual physical pages to turn, like I did this with Gone Girl, I wanted to throw it out the window because I couldn't, oh like I get so anxious reading it. Cause I'm, <gasps> what's going to happen? What's going to happen? That's an anxiety filled like, I did it with um, the I think it was Hunger Games and I didn't read the middle book like not I did read them all but when I was reading the second book I didn't spoil it for myself and I like was having almost an anxiety attack because I'm like what's gonna happen so I like to read the end so I can prepare myself to be like okay Sarah you know it's all gonna end in this way hashtag living with anxiety I just yes. <laughs> I know I get, that I get really talking about like I have yeah. dreams about books I'm reading like I, I read that Star Wars book was having Star Wars dreams it happens oh my gosh if I'm watching crazy. a show continuously I'll have dreams about the show. 
also Regine, just like going back to Regine's story, she's posted pictures of her like OG Harry Potter merch mm-hmm. collection. It's so cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm jealous. I wish that I would have obtained more of that stuff. She's awesome. Mm-hmm. She's so great. So and you can go check her out on our Felix Files. Yep. Um, that is live now. Um, I have to give <laughs> I have to give a quick shout out to someone on Twitter who follows me, and um, I got a yas queen from her, so I'm like I have to shout this girl out because that's hilarious. Um, Huffle Puffster, Huffle Puffster. So thank you for being awesome on Twitter. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Twitter, let's go to our social media wrap up. Yay. Do it. So make sure, as I said before, that everybody goes and joins our Facebook group to use for discussion on each episode. We love chatting with everybody on there. Um, and also like our page to get all of the latest information. We're Swish and Flick Podcast on Facebook or Swish Flick Cast on Twitter and Instagram. You can also join us on Patreon for lots of exclusive content and other surprises. Our Bow Truckle and higher patrons get access to the Felix Files. We bring you a special Patreon-only podcast every other week. Our Phoenix-level patrons also join us for a monthly Google Hangout, which is always a blast, and they get to be a guest on the Felix Files. So if any of that sounds at all fun or interesting, make sure that you go to patreon.com slash swishflickcast and choose your support level. It helps us to be able to afford equipment to make us better and monthly fees to keep the podcast going. Tis true. And going and going forever <laughs> and ever. And it also helps to get us on the news. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so true. All right, guys, that concludes this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening and don't let the muggles get you down. <gasps> Amazing. Just my voice. <laughs> Are your mics on? Somebody say something. Hello. Remember when I wasn't going to come back till February? Sucked back in. <laughs> Guys, I'm sitting here with a little iced coffee, and it's great. Yes. Dude, Let's we were just on the news. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.